Welcome to In Layman's Terms, a podcast dedicated to stories of discipleship and putting scripture to use in our daily lives. I'm your host, Todd Seifert. I'm the Communications Director for the Great Plains Conference of the United Methodist Church, comprised of just fewer than 1,000 churches throughout Kansas and Nebraska. I'm also a certified lay minister in the United Methodist Church, so what you hear on this show truly comes to you in layman's terms. I have more than 25 years experience teaching the Bible to everyone from teenagers to 90-somethings, and I served as a journalist for 20 years prior to entering ministry. So I'm excited to share with you stories of disciples in action and to explore with you what the Bible has to teach us in the 21st century. Some episodes focus on a person or church doing great things to serve as the hands and feet of Christ. Some episodes feature interviews with experts who can help us along our faith journey. Still others include short reflections on scripture. Thank you for joining me. It's something we all know to be true, but it's something we often fear. It's the idea that our lives can change in an instant. And there's so many ways that our lives can change in an instant. A diagnosis from a doctor, the company we're working for decides to downsize, a late season freeze or a hailstorm wipes out a crop, a late night call shares details about an accident, we get word that a loved one has died. Those are just a few examples that have happened in my family history. And I'm sure you have many of your own. Those times when, based on the contents of the news, you begin to identify time as before and after that event. In this episode, I want to share a story. The story of someone who had such a moment. Some of you may have heard this story. His name is Bill Wilson. When Bill was 12, well, little Billy went shopping with his mother in his city's downtown area. This was a pretty rare experience because the family had little money and he rarely got to go on any shopping trips. His mother told him to wait at the street corner while she quickly went into the store. He waited. And he waited. And waited. And he waited. Hours later, after nobody had addressed this child in a long, long time, a man finally comes up and asks if he is okay. Billy explained that his mom went into that store a long time ago and didn't return. So the man goes into the store and finds out that the woman must have exited out of the back, and she hadn't been seen since. Little Billy had been abandoned. His life had changed in that instant. We'll come back to Billy's story in just a little while. But for now, let's explore how the lives of Jesus' followers changed in an instant. You see, they had grown used to such rapid changes. For starters, their lives were upended when Jesus called them to follow him. And then they witnessed miracles, things that they simply couldn't explain. Water turned into wine, people healed, demons cast out of people, people resurrected from the dead, a man walking on water, calming storms. 
The disciples had seen all of those things. But you see, this time, the instantaneous change was different. In this episode we're talking about today, Jesus has been arrested. He's been beaten. He's been tortured by being hung on a cross. And then Jesus died. And they were left without the leader who took them on this whirlwind adventure. And all that happened in the span of about 12 to 15 hours. For our purposes, an instant. Just as it is when someone we know gets really bad news, we can only imagine how the disciples of Jesus, both the apostles who followed him and others who came to know him as their teacher, felt at that time. We can imagine that they felt intense loss, that they felt uncertainty. And we kind of have a real-world example today, right? Everything that's happening in Ukraine... The way innocent people are facing upheaval, it's simply heartbreaking. The people of Ukraine had a peaceful, normal life one day. And the next day, they were fearing for their lives, just like the disciples of Jesus Christ. But then something else happens. Something that again changes the lives of the disciples of Jesus Christ in an instant. Let's read the story together. John chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. Early in the morning of the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. She ran to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. Peter and the other disciple left to go to the tomb. They were running together, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and was the first to arrive at the tomb. Bending down to take a look, he saw the linen clothes lying there, but he didn't go in. Following him, Simon Peter entered the tomb and saw the linen cloths lying there. He also saw the face cloth that had been on Jesus' head. It wasn't with the other clothes, but was folded up in its own place. Then the other disciple, the one who arrived at the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. Now they didn't yet understand the scripture that Jesus must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to the place where they were staying. Mary stood outside near the tomb, crying. As she cried, she bent down to look into the tomb. She saw two angels dressed in white, seated where the body of Jesus had been one at the head and one at the foot. The angels asked her, Woman, why are you crying? She replied, They have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they've put him. As soon as she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she replied, Sir, If you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, 
Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Don't hold on to me, for I haven't yet gone up to my father. Go to my brothers and sisters and tell them, I'm going up to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene left and announced to the disciples, I've seen the Lord. Then she told them what he said to her. This is just one version of the story that is told in each of the four Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Women go to the tomb on Sunday, the first day of the week. Remember, if we're following the Jewish calendar, the Sabbath is sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. So they were going to anoint the body with spices, a common ritual in those days. The women get to the tomb, and they see the stone rolled away. The body of Jesus is gone. In this same story, in Luke chapter 24, verse 5, the angels present the question to the women. Why do you look for the living among the dead? In the story, Mary is at the tomb after the others depart in amazement, and she encounters the risen Jesus. He tells her to go to his disciples and tell them that he is alive and is going to return to the Father, to God. It's yet another instant change. From death to life, from grief to joy, from deep feelings of anguish to restored hope. Now, back to our story about little Billy Wilson. Remember, he was abandoned by his mother on a street corner. I didn't tell you earlier, but this is New York City, and it's about the mid-1960s. And that man who stopped to ask if he was okay, and who discovered Billy had been abandoned, well, that man fed him. He made sure that he was safe. The mid-60s was a different era. The man worked with authorities to send Billy to a Christian summer camp. It provided authorities an opportunity to find next of kin, if any existed, or at the very least to figure out what to do with the boy in this really awkward situation of being abandoned by his mother. While at that camp, Billy quickly figured out at chapel each night, people prayed for one another. But nobody stood up to pray for him. Not for the lonely, dirty, smelly kid whose mother abandoned him. It kind of reminds me about how we as Christians at times treat the homeless, or at least the people who are not like us when we encounter them. Do we go out of our way to interact with them? Or do we go out of our way to avoid them? It's just a question to ponder today. In this case, after a few days, Billy made a big decision of his own. Yet something else that will change his life in an instant. One night at the camp, he went up to the altar by himself and he prayed. My mother doesn't want me. The Christians here don't want me. But if you want me, God, here I am. Well, of course God wanted him. God wants all of us. It's why God gave Jesus as a sacrifice for all of humanity. After that time at camp, Billy was given guardians, and those guardians took him to church. And while he attended that church, he graduated high school. 
and his church encouraged him to go to seminary, and they even supported him in that endeavor. Now, he didn't go into pastoral ministry, but by 1980, Bill Wilson had founded Metro World Ministries. It's known today as Metro World Child, and it reaches, according to its website, more than 200,000 children in inner-city America and around the world. But it didn't start that way. It wasn't a big deal to start with at all. Billy launched his ministry in one of the roughest parts of Brooklyn, an area known for gang violence, drug use, and intense poverty. In those early days, he used a bullhorn, a station wagon, and a Yogi Bear costume to invite kids to a Sunday school program. It grew and it grew and it grew, and he eventually had to obtain a bus. Finally, he converted his program to a sidewalk Sunday school that really went all weekend long, and he converted trucks into stages for worship leaders. All these years later, who knows how many people Bill Wilson has impacted? How many people's lives has he changed in an instant? Now, the truth is we don't know how many, but we do know how he impacted their lives. You see, he went to the people, and he shared what he knew. And that takes us back to our gospel story, this Easter story. Scripture tells us that Mary left and announced to the disciples what she had seen, what Jesus had said. She shared Jesus was alive, and she shared what she had seen and heard. And with that news... From that first Easter morning to this very day, people like Bill Wilson and Mary Magdalene have helped change people's lives in tremendously good ways. And they've done it all in little moments of instance. So whose lives can you have an impact on in 21st century America? Whether you're 7 years old, 50 years old, or in your 90s, Who can you tell this good news to today, tomorrow, or next week? Maybe it's a loved one. Maybe it's a neighbor, a hairdresser, an Uber driver, the grocery store clerk, or the convenience store worker that you see every day or every week. As we celebrate the amazing news of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, as we ponder the amazing gift of eternal salvation thanks to the sacrifice Jesus made on our behalf, As we celebrate the way our lives were changed in an instant, more than 2,000 years ago, I pray that we will be like Bill Wilson. I pray that we will be like Mary Magdalene. May we all share this amazing story. And may we play a part in changing lives in an instant. In Layman's Terms is a podcast sponsored by the Great Plains Conference of the United Methodist Church and by me, your host, Todd Seifert. If you like what you've heard in this episode, please go rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening. It helps others find us. And if you're so inclined, please share the link to this podcast on your social media channels. Our music and sound effects come via subscriptions to Universal Production Music and to Storyblocks. 
You can find archived episodes on the conference website at www.greatplainsumc.org podcasts or on my website, toddseifert.com. Please email me with any questions or comments to tseifert at greatplainsumc.org and I'll do my best to respond as quickly as possible. Thank you for listening. And until next time, please do what you can to help make more disciples of Jesus Christ. You can play a small part in helping change a life.